let's build let's build a place we can go thank you for tuning in to kingdom campfire chats a podcast of kingdom community this podcast features the voices of lgbtqia plus persons both youth participants and adult staff who attended kingdom camp in texas in the summer of 2023 We asked the camp participants to think of a question that they wish someone would ask them about their life journey. With a friend and in their own words, the campers tell their stories of struggle, love, support, and a community found. We invite you to listen with an open mind and an open heart. This is the place. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm fine. It's a very hot summer day. No kidding. <laughs> um, okay, I wanted to start off by saying, like, I kind of know what it's like to grow up as a younger mm-hmm. um, part member of the queer community and the LGBTQ plus community, but as I am cis, I would love to see as a teen what your stance and what it's like being, like, a trans teen nowadays in such an unsupportive state yeah so i am very lucky to grow up in a household um with very supportive family members and a sibling who is also queer like me and my family members my grandparents my parents my uncles my aunts they all understand and care for me and i'm also very blessed to have grown up in primary school with a very supportive environment but one of my first memories of experiencing just blatant homophobia and transphobia is there was this kid in my grade and she grew up in a very religious household and I was aware at the time that you know I've sort of made it out in my mind that a lot of religious people tend to have more um unsupportive unsupportive beliefs yeah and I was cautious of her and I was aware with my queer friends that I didn't feel I could be open around her. And she had gotten wind of that. And she was angry and came up to me. And I still laugh about this. She says, I'm not homophobic. I just don't like it. And ironically, that is exactly what homophobia is. Yeah. And if I could, I would have pointed it out to her. And unfortunately, we had a falling out. Not anything related. But I still think about that experience, you know. And... I mean, as I sort of came into how I feel about my gender identity, and especially when at the time of recording this, our my state doesn't support me. I can't get the care come September 1st that I need, you know, and I've heard how life-changing it is, and I know it's life-changing, and how it really helps save people, and I just feel so scared and so lost sometimes, because I feel like I need that support and I need that care, but I don't live in an area that supports that. I don't feel comfortable expressing, hi, I'm trans. These are my pronouns anymore. Cause I know like when I open my phone and I just scroll my feed, every now and again, I'll see a liberals and their pronouns, USA and stuff like that. And it's hilarious when you think about it. And I try to keep a positive mindset, but Every time I open the comments or I see someone who is trans and they are talking about their experience, it's, 
always something negative, and it's just like it hurts. It hurts because I call my state home, right? I have family, and I have friends, I have school here, and I have and I have so many memories and emotions tied to this place. So why are they hurting me? Why are they deliberately trying to exclude me and make me feel like it's all in my head and I'm a delusion? You know? Yeah. And you don't deserve that. I don't, and none of us deserve that. The queer community has been a sort of target for blatant homophobia and transphobia. Here's the thing. All these lawmakers who are making this homophobic and transphobic legislation, they're just doing it for their own political ploy. They don't care about, and I'm saying this in air quotes, the children. They just care about personal gain, and it's so petty and stupid that people's lives are on the line and they are doing it for personal gain for greed exactly it's just disgusting and polarizing kind of and i wanted to going with that um you and i are around the same age yeah we're both teens growing up in an unsupportive state not only transphobia but homophobia so what's it like for you a young person discovering their sexuality um that's a great question. I think it was especially hard for me because I didn't just discover it like recently or anything, which even then it'd be so hard, especially around our area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I discovered it when I was really around eight or nine mm-hmm. and it was so scary. But I was lucky enough, like you said, to just grow up in a supportive area. So I didn't realize it was so like marginalized and mm-hmm. that that community was so scary. Yeah. So when I first thought of it, I went to my sister's room and I was like, hey, I have something to tell you. And then right then it hit me and I feel like all of it hit me that just, it's harder than that. And it's not that simple. It it could be that simple, but it's in the society that we live in, it's never that simple. And it's hard because it should be. And Mm. we all deserve it to be. Yeah, it's not like people, you go out there and say, you're straight, and you're holding hands as a boy with a girl, so therefore we don't like you, and you can't eat in our establishment. Yeah, and so many people also, like, they don't understand, like, and I'm talking about, and not everybody, but a lot of straight people don't understand how hard it can also be. It seems maybe like, oh, well, you don't get, like, beat up as much or whatever, but, like, it's still hard, and even those tiniest microaggressions can like a stab in the heart yeah i mean we've come so far the queer rights movement really started i think it really launched back in like the 60s with the stonewall riots oh yeah but we've it's three steps forward two steps back we've only just we've only just gotten forward i mean gay marriage was only legalized only a couple years ago and now we're back to the point where we can be discriminated against, you know? Yeah, well, and even with the, the same-sex marriage law, although it's currently, like, it's not le- illegal, there still, there are so many people who are trying to push it to be, and there's so many other things that they're trying to push. It's Yeah, it's also, like, social influence. Like, yeah. sure, we have basic rights to be married who we want to, but what's that to the eyes of churches who run America or people who will go out of their way to target communities. Like, I'm scared to go into a Walmart sometimes, or I'm scared to go 
up to someone with like a pronoun pin or a trans flag because I'm worried that I will be targeted and I can be assaulted and or killed. Exactly. And it's just really hard living in that way where there's just this like constant little voice in your head. Mm. Especially like I'm somebody who like I have to admit when you see me if you talk to me for a second there's a good chance you're going to tell I'm a part of this community. So it's just always there. It's ever present. Yeah, and it's it's like we can't live how everyone else does. Really. But then when you express so often at least when you express that fear and that sadness and all that stuff, mm-hmm. even that rage kind of like because we are starting to get those basic foundations down, people will say, oh, you're not discriminated. Oh, you're doing it for attention. Exactly. You're not valid for your feelings because you're starting to make a little progress. Well, our feelings are valid. Exactly. And everybody's are. Let's build. Let's build a place we can go. Thank you for listening to Kingdom Campfire Chats. This podcast is a production of Kingdom Community. You can find out more about Kingdom Community by going to kingdomcommunity.org or by searching Kingdom Community on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Hi y'all, it's Bailey. I'm the creative director of Kingdom Community. And I'm Andy, the program director of Kingdom Community. And I'm John, the executive director of Kingdom Community. We wanted to talk a little bit more about Kingdom Camp and how you can get involved. Kingdom Camp is an opportunity for LGBTQIA plus youth ages 12 to 17 to feel safe and free to show up as their full selves. Campers will have the chance to experience all the fun that camp has to offer in a week filled with affirmation, community, and celebration. This camp is intentionally created to be affirming space. It affirms all genders, sexualities, identities, and varieties of belief. The only thing we expect is a commitment to welcoming and celebrating everyone where they are, as they are. And this isn't just any summer camp. We're talking rainbows and glitter everywhere. Kingdom Camp will include plenty of traditional camp activities and recreation, plus some specialized programming to incorporate activities and conversations around mental health, yoga, and embodiment and LGBTQIA plus history and culture. Now more than ever, LGBTQ youth are in need of unconditional love and acceptance. Kingdom Camp is a space for just that. We're always looking for fully affirming, welcoming, and loving adults to help us make Kingdom Camp a success. This will be a wonderful opportunity to connect with, mentor, and learn from our youth. But most importantly, we ask that you are ready to celebrate everyone where they are as they are. Both registration for campers and applications to be on camp staff are now open. You can find these links on our website, kingdomcommunity.org camp. If you have any questions you can't find the answers to, you can email me at andy at kingdomcommunity.org. Also be sure to check us out on socials at kingdomcommunity on Instagram and Facebook. We post all of our important announcements and fun camp moments, so you'll want to follow along. Thanks for listening to Kingdom Campfire Chats. We are proud to be a safe space for these campers, and we are even more proud of them for sharing their stories.
We hope you'll keep gathering around the campfire with us as we celebrate all of the stories that make us this Kingdom community.